Chats from the Blog Cabin. This is your favorite time of the week with your number one one podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another solo episode of Chats from the Blog Cabin. This time, I'm going to give you a little behind-the-scenes narrative of how the Blog Cabin, Chats from the Blog Cabin, came about. I briefly talked about it in the trailer when I first put out this podcast, and then I've alluded to it several times in different interviews that I've, I've talked about where it's come from, but I thought, you know what? The start of the fresh, the new year, the new year is coming. Why don't I begin the new year with the behind the scenes of the, how the chats from the blog cabin came about? So I hope you enjoy this episode. All right. The chats from the blog cabin actually came about. Um, I will say originally I had not even planned to do a podcast. I had not planned to do anything as far as interviewing people when I first um, bought the blog cabin. It started out as i had always had a dream of having an office outside of the home, you know, someplace where you could go and you could shut the door and you don't have to worry about laundry. You don't have to worry about dishes. You don't have to worry about what's for supper. You just can go in, you can work, you can focus. And that, and at the end of the day, you shut the door and you leave it behind. Being a blogger, I tend to tend to make little spots all over my house where I work right now. I'm actually recording this, not in the blog cabin because it's too cold outside, but I'm recording this in my living room, which I just created another spot to record. Um, so I wanted to make a place where I could just specifically work where basically I can go out and pretty much nobody bothers me, even though there's been times when I've been recording or I've been interviewing people or I've been working in, and I've really been in focus mode and someone comes up, into, up to the door and interrupts me. So I've learned how to put a stop sign on my door now when I'm in the midst of a really work effort where I need to focus on what I'm doing. So when I originally bought the blog cabin, it was actually called the blog pod. It was just going to be an office away from, uh, 50 yards from the, my back steps that I could actually go in and work and focus. One of the first things that I did once I bought the she shed or office or storage shed, however you want to say it, is I came up with a plan of how I wanted to decorate it. But inside the walls, I wanted, before we put all the walls and electricity and everything up, I wanted amazing friends of mine to come through and either they sent me cards because they couldn't come down or they came by and wrote messages embedded in the walls. So if they ever tear down the blog cabin, they're going to see all these messages that people have left me over the, the year that it was being built or being decorated and refurbished. Um, and one of those amazing friends, Ashley, she was stopped by one day and she wrote on the blog cabin wall and she wrote, I hope you enjoy your blog cabin. And I just thought it was so, such a cute name that I was like, it's a blog cabin from now on. It's not a blog pod. It's not an office. It's not a she shed. It's the blog cabin because I do majority of the work in here and there. Um, right now, I'm, like I said, I'm recording from my living room. But the only reason why I'm recording from my living room is because basically it's me and the two dogs. That is it. Um, everybody's pretty much gone from the house. Holidays are over. And I'm just kind of getting my house back in order. So I thought I'd take a minute and record. So the blog cabin. 
that's how it got its name from my dear friend Ashley, who actually was in the blogging world at one time. Um, she does a lot of marketing. She does a lot of social media stuff. She, I will always be grateful and thankful for her that she came up with this amazing name because I absolutely love it. Um, this year, um, this past year, I became an LLC. And, you know, the name of the LLC is Blog Cabin Enterprises. So I just think it's really cool that something that she wrote offhandedly on the the wall in my office is now completely part of the blog cabin legacy. Let me go back and start with, okay, that's where the name came from blog cabin. Now let me go back to why, why I actually purchased the, the blog cabin. I purchased it in 2018. I was coming back from a trip to Fayetteville, North Carolina. And that was like the year I turned, I think the year I, right after I turned 50, I really was like feeling myself. I was like, you know, I'm tired of being pushed into these corners where I was told to do this. I was doing every, what everybody else expected me to do. And I just decided, screw it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And I literally had some discussions with my husband and he's like, no, we can't do that. Or if you're going to, if you're going to buy a shed, as has he put it, if you're going to buy a shed, then it's going to go on the back of the property. And I'm like, no, because then the Wi-Fi won't reach and I need the Wi-Fi to work. So he agreed to put it where we normally put up our pool. Well, he actually talked me out of the one I wanted. And I kind of regret it now because I, now that I know I'm doing podcasts and I'm doing interviews and people are coming over, I really wish my space was bigger. But like they say, hindsight is 2020. Um, would I change buying this particular blog cabin? Probably so if I knew later on how much growth it would cause. But at the time, I think it was the best fit for me because financially, I put everything in pretty much into the blog cabin for my blogging work. Um, so we went in and I had picked out one I really liked. And my, like I said, my husband talked me out of it. And this this one happened to be a, I don't know if it was a repo or if it was a miscommunication of the way it was custom built, but it happened to be on sale. Um, Ryan and Christy Malum from Henson Buildings, who are amazing. Um, Ryan, I mean, Christy worked with me a lot on getting the, the right one I wanted. And once we went into that and I saw that, I'm like, you know what? This is it. This is it. It already had the, the weatherproof barrier. It already had pretty much everything that you would think of that you would need to actually start off. Um, just like the bare minimum in there, but it, it was a little bit more than what it normally normal buildings would have. So I was like, this is it. I'm going to get this one. And so going in, I financed it all on my own. Yeah, it was a rent to own issue. I wish now hindsight, looking back, I had saved up the money, but I think having to make the payments myself helped me to, to budget my blogging income better because I knew that I had to make a payment. I actually paid it off really early. I paid it off, I think, two years early. But once we got the blog cabin in and it came into the house, I waited. I think it. I ordered it, bought it, Memorial Day weekend. It got delivered a week or two later. So that's May, June. And I wasn't officially in there working until December, where everything was almost all done. Not everything was done yet. And I think the following March or April is when I finally got everything done where I had the wood, the floors done. 
but pretty much it's it's what I wanted to be. Um, the only thing that I wish it was a little bit longer and a little bit bigger so I could have a studio and then I could actually have a workspace because trying to maneuver and try to get things around when people come and I have to help them, either it's a logging client or if it's um, someone I'm interviewing for the podcast, sometimes they're live interviews. It's hard to find some place to actually interview them at. So with that said, you have the blog cabin. It's purchased. It's been delivered. Come back after a brief message and I'll tell you exactly what happened next. Chats from the blog cabin. Hit subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Chats from the blog cabin. Enjoying this episode? Leave a review now. Okay, so we're back. So, purchase the blog cabin. It's on. It's at our house. It's in our backyard. It's within distance, walking distance from the backyard. Um, what happens next? The longest thing that was the most frustrating thing for me was the electricity. I was running an extension cord out to my office through the door to run the air conditioner, to run um, the laptop, to run a computer, anything that I had in there. I was basically the extension cord was being run for the electricity. It took us a while for the electrician to finally come out and put the lights in and put the, the wall sockets in and everything. That was the one thing that my husband could not do. And we couldn't basically do anything until we had all that run. So I think it sat June, July, August was when it finally was like, okay, we need this done. So you can imagine a level of frustration. I wanted it done. I wanted it done when I had the money to do it. And I tend to have a tendency. I know I, my thing says frugal mom, but I tend to have a tendency of if I have money and I want something, I'm going to buy it regardless. And, but I do look for, an inexpensive way to buy it or look for a way that I can create it myself before I actually buy the actual product. But so I was very frustrated. So we got the lights in in August. If you're in North Carolina, you know, North Carolina summers are not for the weak of heart. They are humid. They are in nineties, hundred degree weather. And I'm out there in the block cabin working with just an air conditioner, a window unit, and that's being run off the electrical. I mean, y'all, I can't even make this up. There were so many times my husband and I got in arguments over the way the block cabin's supposed to be, everything. You would not believe it. But he, I'm surprised we didn't get divorced over this because honestly, guys, it was like we got in a lot of fights. So we got the block cabin done. We got the electricity in the day after the electricity went in. If you followed me way back then when I first bought the block cabin, you know that we had an amazing dog. Um, she was my Mother's Day present. She was my, my empty nest dog because I had one going to high school, one graduating high school, and two of them were already in college. Her name was Coda. She was the sweetest baby ever. She came from the farm, and you know I um, interviewed Emily from Odom Farming Company a lot, and you know how much that farm means to me. Um, and she was a very rambunctious dog. 
And my husband was like, she's not coming inside. Well, she would come in the block cabin and she would sit in the block cab with me. She would be my protector. She was basically it. My husband decided that he was going to put her all the way in the back of the lot in a pen that we had for our other dogs. But unfortunately, Coda was a jumper. And whereas Winnie and Tutu, because the, the pen was not always secure, um, were on a leash as well as tied up, which I mean, as well as in the pen, which I really don't understand that. And that's all my husband's doing. Um, Coda is a jumper and she was on a leash. And the day after we got electricity put in, we lost Coda. I'm just going to let you figure out what happened. I was so upset. I couldn't believe it because the day before I just talked to my friend about doing an invisible fence so that we could keep her in the yard. She was a sweet dog. Very sweet. Loved her to death. And it's hard now looking back because I still miss Coda. I still miss her a lot because she, she kept me company in the office. So that happened. And I was not happy with anything that was going on at that point. I was in a state of depression. I was like, screw it. F this, F that. I was like, really? Yes, guys. I really said the F word a lot. Um, just was getting frustrated because there were things that I wanted done, things that I wanted to get done in the, in the office that basically wasn't getting done. And I was getting frustrated with it all, every bit of it. So I'm like, you know, screw this. I'm going to get this thing done. So I pushed and pushed and pushed. And finally, um, we got it. The once the electrical was in, we were able to put the insulation in the walls, insulation in the ceiling. And then we were able to close up the walls. And then from that point on, it was like super easy. I think the next hardest thing that we had to do was I decided that I wanted a feature wall in my office um, that is wood. And if you ever look at any of the interviews on YouTube, you can see the wall behind me and it's from an old fence. And so that was probably the hardest thing to do after that. But once that was in, it was done. Basically in December, I was in it. I was working. I had a little heater in there. I had um, my computer in there and everything was just going great. We hadn't had the floors in, but I was okay with not the floors not being in because there was plywood on the floor. So I just stained the plywood. Um, so that it would, it would look nice. And I put a rug on in it and it looked amazing. It looked absolutely wonderful. And I was ready. I was like, I am ready. We're going to do this. And I had a blog cabin reveal. I had friends come out, um, had a little party, just was shouting out from all over the world that, Hey, it's open. We're finally there. And then I think the next year COVID hit. And when COVID hit, you know, everybody kind of just stayed in their own little, in their own little lane and they had to stay home and shelter in place. And, you know, I am an introvert extrovert. I like to talk to people, but then again, I also like to be alone. Um, it takes me a while to get back and in, into, to, um, be able to talk to people. And so, I took a challenge with Cami Kennedy, who Cami has come on several, several times, and I always give her the props because it, if it wasn't for her challenge to come on and talk about one of our values, go live, that I would never have started this. So I started 
chatting, I went on live on a Facebook live with one of my friends, Lucy, and we talked about um, the ways to encourage your friend, especially during COVID. And the next day I was like, you know what? I love this so much. I had my friend Leon and we talked about um, how she was shopping her home during COVID, how she was able to redo her home during COVID. And then I was like, you know, I like doing this so much. I'm going to keep doing this. And I was in a mastermind that I created. Unfortunately, no longer in this mastermind because it wasn't a right fit. The women in it weren't the right fit. Um, I don't think they all were on the same wavelength. We, even though it's great to have differing opinions, when you're coming from a rural background where there's not a lot of stuff around you to one that lives in an urban um, city background, then you kind of like just look at them and go, you don't understand. You can't pay this amount of money. You can't charge this amount of money for stuff in a rural community as you can in like you live in a city because the competition, there's no competition. And people, a lot of people in rural communities can't pay as much as they would if they lived in the city. Well, um, one of the people on it talked about, well, she just call it Chats from the Blog Cabin. And I'm like, wow, yeah, let's call it Chats from the Blog Cabin. That's pretty cool. I like that. And so that's how Chats from the Blog Cabin came about. I decided I was going to do it and just started doing Facebook Lives with it. Then my friend Tiffany, oh my God, the Mrs. T, she is amazing. I love her to death. She has come on a couple of times. I absolutely adore her. She suggested that I start, instead of using Zoom, to use StreamYard. So I do all my interviews on StreamYard. And I did not know this until after she started telling me. She's like, you know, you can download the audio and the video. And I'm like, no, I didn't know this. Because I thought, okay, you use StreamYard, you go live, that's it. But no, you could actually download the audio and the video and use it for different things. And I'm like, different platforms. So a month or two after I was doing the chats live on Facebook, I found that out. And I'm like, chats from the blog cabins coming up as a podcast and a YouTube channel. So there you go, guys. That is the whole story behind chats in the blog cabin. Started out as just me wanting to work outside of the home, uh, having an office, being able to close the door and not let anything else going on in the house bother me, <coughs> excuse me, and just being there. Um, I have, since I've started Chats in the Blog Cabin, it's not only, the Blog Cabin is not only the set of the podcast, the set of the YouTube um, episodes, it's also where I do majority, three-fourths of my writing, um, three-fourths of my meetings for blogging, mentoring, um, I actually teach classes from there as well via Zoom to those bloggers who want to start learning more about blogging. I also teach um, kind of like a business kind of business coach as well. So not knowing when I first bought that blog cabin what it was going to mean, I just thought, okay, it's my office. It's just an office, but it's encompassed so many other things. Now, in this coming year, in 2023, I already have plans, fingers crossed that they all come true, um, to travel more. And this year, 2022, travel has been amazing. I have gone and I've actually seen my daughter four times this year, my oldest daughter who lives in California. She has come and she has come one time to the house, twice to the house, because she just, just left to go back to California with her husband. 
Um, and she's also was in Alexandria, Virginia for a conference and we drove up and went to see her. And so now knowing that she's going to be in a couple of states close to us in the spring and summer, I'm actually going to go and go visit her. So I'll be traveling a little bit more. Um, so I cannot wait to take you on the road and do a podcast on the road. I think if I we do go, I may do some really cool, unique podcast episodes, like little shorts. Um, I got this inspiration from Two Teas in a Pod. If you listen to it, it's on iHeartRadio. It's um, Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. They are two um, housewives, and I'm a big housewife fan, and... They actually were at BravoCon, and they actually did just little small episodes. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take my little, <clears throat> I'm going to invest in a little recorder or whatever, take it, be able to record episodes like that so that I can record people on the streets, asking them questions. Or if I go places, I can record and say, hey, you know, I'm here today at da 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 you know, and really, really have a great time and not feel so stressed about stuff <coughs> excuse me plus two if you travel and you do work you can write it off as a work expense so guys i hope 2023 is going to bring you lots of many blessings um i cannot wait to share with you everything that 2023 has in store for us i have some great podcasts planned um this uh, this is going to be the first episode of 2023 next week it's actually an episode that I recorded um, in 2022, and it's about human trafficking. But I thought, you know what? We're going to start off with an with a issue that I want to highlight so that people are made more aware of this. And I think every month I'm going to do a specific issue where um, we're going to have someone come on and, and chat about something that I warns my heart. I'm still waiting to interview someone about Agent Orange. That is a cause near and dear to my heart. And I think, I think if I can get um, my friend Molly to come on, I would love for Molly and Molly's dad to come on and talk about Molly's mom because that her story is amazing. And what Molly has done is amazing. So, and Molly has a podcast. It's called Business with Purpose, but she's actually rebranding her podcast in 2023. And it's, it's called Laugh on My Shoulder. And can I laugh on your shoulder? And I absolutely love that because Amy knows, Molly knows that she is very exuberant. She's full of energy, super vibrant, but she's had a lot of things happen to her in her life. Um, so guys, I hope... 2023 is good to you. 2022 is gone and see you later. And many blessings. Keep chatting. And I hope you enjoyed the backstory behind Chats from the Log Cabin. Chats from the Blog Cabin. We not only have voices for a podcast, but also faces for YouTube. Don't miss your next episode.